What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Water Cooler Entertainment. I am Vinny Z. I am joined by... Pat is here, physically. <laughs> Are you here mentally, Pat? Uh, I'm getting there. I don't know I'm if I am either. There. You sound great right now. Thanks. No, I don't feel it at all. And of course, we are joined by probably uh, the most put together right now person. <laughs> yeah. I think the only thing with me is that I stayed up way later than I should watched you guys go back and forth between uh, group chats on texting. <laughs> I don't know how I'm functional today. Yesterday was a <laughs> We went from a wedding with an open bar to then the beach. With more free alcohol. Well, it was actually paid for, but it was like I wasn't paying for it at a bar. So <laughs> it just it was so bad. And that's not and then like during the cocktail hour, I, I cocktail hour might be my favorite thing in the world. I just want to crash weddings just for cocktail hour. You literally have people just walking around with trays of food going here. Do you want yeah, trays of food? Sometimes trays of their uh, their specialty drink for that. Like, uh, I'm fat. Like, hell yeah. Well, like, I course. literally looked at the one guy. He kept coming by bacon wrap scallops. and like, you, me, all day, we're in, pal. Bacon wrap scallops. No rolls. <laughs> Basically, like, you take the, like, my sister's wedding, we just took the tray from the guy and sat it on our table. Like that, it is such an underrated part of a wedding. Uh, it's my favorite. It was a big cocktail hour. It was my match. favorite part, especially because like I <sighs> only knew Sam's family that was there. So, like I was like, I don't care if I act like a fool here. I'm never gonna see you again. <laughs> and we were definitely the drunk table in the like back middle mm-hmm. of the whole room because everybody else. <laughs> they did this game where they had like who knew the bride and groom better, and it was a bunch of questions and. They sent one person out from the table to put up Pam's sister. And we were booing other tables. <laughs> oh, God. And every time we got one right, we were like, yeah! It was, <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, uh, dear God. I was literally looked at the rest of the table and I was like, I think it's in, I think it's wrong to boo at a wedding. I feel uh, like this, <laughs> it's not a time to boo people. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna at Vinny and Sam's wedding. We're just gonna hear booing. <laughs> that is gonna be. I don't know if the world's gonna be the same after that. Just being honest, I don't know if anybody's ready for that. I don't know if any like. I just can imagine like the venue, like wherever it's held at. I can just imagine people working there, like just going, just speechless, just looking like. <laughs> Especially, especially with your with our group of friends, just oh man, oh man. Oh, dude, if you're at a hotel, you got to go shut down the hotel bar too after the wedding, after the reception. It's just so, you have to. <laughs> so bad. It, it it really was last night. It was a definitely an adventure. I know you went out to the bar late. Yeah, that was fun. I, I started off on a good note. You know, I went for a hike, did some work around the house. All that good stuff. Try to be healthy. Drink, drink a lot of water. I coach a t-ball game in the morning. Yeah, by the way, how did that go? Did you win? That was there no winners and losers. No, my, my niece and my cousin's kid were both taking a nap right from me in the field by the end of the game. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> no the first base coach got tomahawk with the bat because the kid forgot to drop it. You know, and they were yelling, hey, drop the bat. She takes it, drops it at her dad. <laughs> I, guess, I guess she didn't want another uh, brother or sister, but good for him. He doesn't have to do this again. <laughs> but yeah, I'll never okay. touch people in my life. I will take my kid out of it. it that, that is a horrible, horrible sport. But then on uh, noontime, and I got a case of beer. We were uh, 
drinking out in the front patio, just me and my dad hanging out. Ran into uh, had a friend over, had a uh, my old stepbrother actually stopped by. First time I've seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that that was a lot of fun. And then uh, yeah, then we went out after. I ki- I killed a case on my own, and I should have known to stop there. But I, was, <laughs> I am stupid, and I kept it going. <laughs> I can and tell it, sunglasses in this room is not yeah, well lit. It, it hurts to look at my computer screen right now. <laughs> but we're powering it out for you, the fans, because we love it. <laughs> Arcane is your game. This is a word here for you. <laughs> yeah, I remember like when we were getting show notes and all that other stuff earlier today. Just looking at Vinny, go like, "Yeah, but you, you sure you want to do this?" And he was like, "We we have to do it. We haven't done one in three weeks." And I'm like, "You look like you're about to whack your head against this table and pass out." I am. Exactly. <laughs> that would be the only relief. <laughs> I actually got really excited when I got home. <laughs> because um, I ordered Wawa yesterday before leaving for the wedding, and uh, got out the goose. <laughs> and I for and I didn't think they brought the extra sandwich I got for drunk Vinny later. And I was sitting there, and I was like, I got home, and I was looking for a water bottle, and I went, "Wait a minute, the sandwich came." <laughs> I looked at Sam. I was like, "Why didn't you tell me?" <laughs> um, Jesus, it's been a wild ride. Well, let's get into yeah. some. Uh, yeah, dude, after this, we're going to recreate that uh, stepbrother scene and beat each other over the head with a bat in The loser of the fight uh-huh. is actually the winner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, going into some of the uh, conversations here for today's show, um, where do we want to begin? I think we begin with some TV conversations because uh, I feel like this is our biggest part of the um show here and i just want to dive in this is kind of really uh middle of the uh, notes here but joe can mm-hmm. you dive in on our uh chippendale trailer <laughs> dude this trailer is weird it is like who framed roger rabbit like up to 11 it is just like it's so it's about like Chip and Dale, the old Disney cartoon. Um, no, <laughs> I had a whole not this. <laughs> he he thought it was something else. Um, <laughs> but uh, I had a whole different expectation. <laughs> Why I picked the starting with this? Okay. <laughs> but uh, no, no, it's just really funny because it's like you know it, it does that thing of like you know cartoon characters exist and like. You know, all the TV shows we watched that as as a kid, they're like actors in it and stuff like that. And it just shows that like Chip and Dale have, you know, what their lives are after the show got canceled and stuff like that. And there's this weird, like, it's just really weird. A lot of hectic stuff, like Roger Rabbit's in it, which is great because I loved Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, and it just has a a bunch of great like funny scenes, like you know. Peter Pan's in it and he's kind of like the antagonist of the movie and there's just stuff about like the uh, about cartoon characters having like a CGI operation that makes them look like you know those realistic CGI characters like you know like the Smurfs and and Alvin and the Chipmunks and like those films so it's just really funny and like out there and wacky and just you weren't you wouldn't expect anything like this from like something like Chip and Dale. So it's just weird. 
It was just yeah, I had a different shipping down line, pal. Yeah, I know you had that. Actually, that's a funny thing. So it's like the trailer actually starts off with when you hear Chip and Dale, this is what you think of, and it's just like the half naked guy. All I can imagine, was, like, I just have images of Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze in my head right now. That's all. That's <laughs> what I was. Ex- that's what I was excited. Yeah, that's that's honestly like what it does. It, it says like when the trailer starts, it just says like this is probably what you thought, but this is what it is. And just like oh god, a hundred percent what I thought actually. Yeah, and it just goes crazier it's like a very wacky uh like one of the big things is that one of the characters got addicted to cheese and he's a cheese addict and like there's just the scenes where like it's just a bunch of rat cartoon characters eating cheese and getting high it's just oh my god it's it's a very wacky and out there it sounds like my life <laughs> <laughs> yeah right uh, I, I, when did uh Cartoons become so aggressive. South Park. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say uh, when the when the, ge- when the generation that literally grew up on cartoons grew up and were like, "Hey, let's make cartoons for someone my age." <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. So we can move on with your show notes now. I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um. Talk a little bit more about some uh, information from Joe here. Oh, dear. Um, I want to hear the rant because we've talked about the show quite a bit. So okay. Those comfort uh, shows. So I wanted to finish. So I recently just finished How I Met Your Mother, all nine seasons. I finished it uh, last week, actually. Um, I had a whole rant ready for last weekend, but then uh, we didn't record. So. But uh, Pat has also watched How I Met Your Mother, so he can agree with me on some of these things. And actually, one of our interns also agreed in a text about it. That show was so great up until the last three episodes. Don't you agree, Pat? It was so rushed, and I'm so pissed. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's like they were told in season nine, like, hey, this is your last season. You didn't hear that, please. You heard that. What? What did he say? He said it was so rushed. He what? He didn't know. Pat, there was, I, there was a duck. Did. There was a duck. <laughs> He's dead now. Oh. <laughs> oh. There was a duck. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> oh kid show, Joe. Kid show. <laughs> Dude, it ain't a kid show with me and Pat here. High five, Pat. High five. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like, like, one of the things that really upset me was that, like, I really love the relationship between Barney and Robin. Oh, yeah. And they end the show, like, the whole last season is their fucking wedding. Oh, again, again. That was true in, like, a matter of a minute. <laughs> By the way, we're hiring an editor if anybody wants to help with that. <laughs> we need right. it. was the episode title the last time I think Joe did this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just ready past it. Oh, but, uh, but yeah, just that? like You're the whole. Is your passion? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't want this show to be PG. I want it to be rated R. Um, <laughs> we have a separate, se- separate segment for that. <laughs> right but uh yeah like the whole last season is their wedding 
And then in the last episode, we find out that they were only married. I'm sorry, spoiler alert for anyone for a show that's over 10 years old. That's yeah, a decade behind now. <laughs> yeah. Um, we find out they find out that they were only married for three years and then they divorced. Right. Like, why? They and, had. They had the best relationship, and and and, and 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 they make it the stupidest, and they make it the stupidest reason is that Robin travels for work, and they can't find a nice medium with each other. Guys, they broke up before they got back together. They got like you showed so much of them overcoming so much shit, and you make it the stupid reason why they got a divorce. Robin sucks, by the way. I did not. Like oh God! At the show. end. At the end, like no, I love like I loved Robin until until that end. Like those last couple episodes where she was like, I can't do this because I married Barney and then we got a divorce and now he's being his old self again. And I feel like I should have just ended up with Ted. So guess what? I'm not gonna be in the group anymore. Like, what the fuck? Get Joe. <laughs> God, sorry. Yeah. But no, um, no, you're it's, it's, you're it's right. Joe. Hold on, stop. Kind of, I'm pause for the calls here. Pause for the calls. Sorry, and I tell Brayden this. This is a, I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell Brayden. Okay. <laughs> sorry only works the first time, but if you keep doing it over and over again, you're not really sorry. You're just saying it. Oh, okay. If you're yeah. sorry, you don't do it again. Oh, then I guess I'm not sorry. Mistakes, thank, thank you, Vinny. I'm not sorry. So. No, um, <laughs> I'd like to apologize. To absolutely nobody. <laughs> uh, yeah, any 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 kids that are listening, please don't repeat my words. Even though I'm the coolest dude in this podcast, it, it, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. They are, they are. <laughs> oh, answer the third F bomb in. Don't say that, kids. I only said it three times in five minutes. Some <laughs> <laughs> kid has a bar in the mouth right now. But um, <laughs> some kids eating pepper. <laughs> <laughs> song with Joe. but yeah like like i i agree with what pat said like her character is just like this whole show ted brings up about how great of an aunt she is to them yeah exactly and but at the last few episodes you're like robin i don't like you yeah like I like like like, like whole show i love like i thought her character was great yeah she had some issues but like my favorite character is barney so like come on now like like that just says everything huh the big purple guy barney no (laughs) no i actually uh, know a guy who used to be barney it was really? a job at an amusement park. Oh my god! <laughs> Shout out to Daniel. Daniel was Barney. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, just just to wrap it up, like the show ends with the kids telling their dad, like, "Oh, this isn't the story of how you met your mother. This is the story of how you still love our aunt Robin and want to get with her." Yeah, just do it. You were waiting and, for mom to die. <laughs> like, like, and it just ruined because they make the mother seem so awesome. Like she helps like that one episode where he's like, this is how Barney met your mother. This is how, you know, Marshall met your mother. This is how Lily met your mother. And she, she's just a great person. And I just feel like this. Oh, she's sick. She's dying out of nowhere. Is just. It's like, go to the story, and it's like, and then you got sick and then she's in a hospital bed. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, we. All yeah. Know. Now, 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 now she's dying, and now it's like because, like, I was 
was talking with my one friend about like this story could have been a great story about how you thought one person was the one for you your whole life. But then you finally met that other person. Like there's more than one person that is the one for you, you know, and or that the person you thought is the one for you isn't the one for you. You know what I mean? Like he was so adamant on it being he was so adamant on it being Robin. (laughs) I just saw the text. Uh, He was so adamant on it being Robin, like the whole eight years they've known each other. But then he finally met the actual one for him. And it was just the person that was just out of his reach. We should see all those episodes where he says, oh, I almost met your mother here. I almost met your mother here. I'm glad I didn't meet your mother here at this time she would have thought I was an asshole like all this stuff you know what I mean no a hole butthead like there's so many other words <laughs> synonyms pal no. I need to get you a thesaurus that will be next week we'll Joe reading the entire thesaurus on air <laughs> I'm but- gonna just for the words he says that he's not supposed to say hold on Joe. Instead of using this word, we could use this word. Fine, fine, fine. Make me a list and text it to me, and I will have that list up every conversation. It'll go into the show notes under, um, Joe, when using these words, (laughs) use these instead. Ding, 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 down below. Okay. But, but yeah, no, Pat, you have any other things you feel about the ending that's my exact feelings towards that show i think the last three episodes were rushed they really wanted to it felt like they a like wanted to end the series yeah it's like it was the predictable ending like yeah he's not oh yeah no because apparently and yeah and apparently like the what was told was that the kid actors knew about this ending since season one jesus because they had to film that scene where they told him, Dad, it's because you, lo- you know, you love Robin. Mm-hmm. So that they wouldn't look older by the time the show ended. Yeah, exa- exactly. So it, it just like, because you look at them and they're the same age and all this other stuff. And like, you know, they only, they, and like you see it, there's only in the first two seasons where the kids actually say stuff back to the dad. Mm-hmm. After that, it just shows this scene of them like shaking their head or, you know, just doing, you know, just standing there with dead eyes. But yeah, it's just they had this plan from the beginning. And I felt like even though the show changed and flowed and became something else entirely by the end of those nine seasons, they were still like, well, we want to end it this way. So too bad. Yeah. Because like that's my thing. Like if they if they still plan for all this stuff to happen, Robin and Barney getting together and all this other stuff, and Barney having another kid with a strip or a kid with a strip, right? <laughs> oh my God! The, the is this way? Hold on. Just how I met your mother. How I met your father. How, how, how mother? How I met your father. It had one season so far. I don't know if it's been renewed or not, but mm-hmm. uh, it ended on like two characters breaking up, two characters getting married out of nowhere. Like that season ended like that, but I don't know if they're going to continue that or not. It seems like they are like, who knows? All but right. um, I feel like for a while we uh, always used to joke and say, you know, Adam Sandler was such a um, crucial part of a show. He was brought up in almost every show. Feel like how I met your mother has now um, 
No. Slowly. No, no, it has not because I've only talked about how I met your mother for a month. We've been doing this podcast for probably almost two years off and on, and you always bring up Adam Sandler. Um, actually, I don't think he's made the last couple of shows, but 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 he. Uh... Oh, by the way, this did not make our show notes, and this is a perfect conversation to jump into. You sent our group chat that he was meeting with the. Oh yeah. Directors from Uncut Gems talking about a movie. Please, please. <laughs> I don't want it. Have you seen that movie? Uncut Gems. No. Save yourself like three hours. Yeah. Just don't do it. I'd rather watch it than Batman. <laughs> Uh, good segue. Good segue. Uh, but uh, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Before we segue, no, I was just gonna bring up uh, the other trailer I saw recently that I thought was really good was the Jurassic World Dominion trailer. Um, the la- the last one in the Jurassic World uh, series. It it looks really great. I really like the story. It's about There's more kaiju movies, or do they not fall into the kaiju class of movies? Don't they don't really fall into the, the kaiju? No, they fall I just, into. I just, di- like about, I just like to talk about big monsters. Oh my god! Let it go. <laughs> just want to hear. Just want to hear you talk about some kaiju's. But um. But yeah, no, I just want to talk about that real quick. Uh, no, I, I just like it's really it, like they're really because they're bringing up like they're bringing the old cast from the older films coming in and stuff like that. They're really trying to make this like the end of a saga, and I think that's pretty cool because like they have a new dinosaur in there, the Giganotosaurus, which is one of the biggest carnivores to ever walk the earth, which is great. Um, I think. A friend of mine pointed out that the story is kind of repetitive with, you know, the last film, a Velociraptor got, you know, kidnapped and they had to save it. Now it's that Velociraptor's baby that kidnapped and now they have to go save it, which I kind of agree with. But besides that, I can't wait to see it and, you know, see how it goes, because it definitely looks like the trailer is definitely still hiding some stuff because like they focus a lot on the Giga, but some of the older promotions brought up the T-Rex again and, they haven't showed any in the the T Rex with the T Rex is doing in the trailer, so I'm kind of very interested in that. But um, yes, going on a segue that Patrick put up beautifully that I then ruined <laughs> the Batman. Vinny finally saw started it. I uh, started two thirds of it. No, no, like 15 minutes into it. So I thought you said, I thought you said 50. I thought you said no. 50 minutes. No, like 15, 20 minutes. Oh my god! Why are we? And because of that, because I, I just want to, I want there's no, I, this was my part of what this, this is my show notes. This is, I'm not, At I'm least finish the damn movie. I was, there's something I wanted to talk about. There's a reason it made it. Let me steer my ship. Oh, oh. <laughs> Let me steer okay. my ship. Okay, Captain. Okay, Captain. Just, just go. That's, that's right, pal. That's right. So, with that being said, one day. Um, I watched 15 minutes of it and it looks like it's going like it looks so good and it was so captivating. I just as we discussed earlier had a rough night last night so I started to nod out. I was like yeah it's a 10 minute nap time before I start the show. Um, The other time I tried to watch it we put it on at like 11 o'clock at night and I nodded out. Um, But it looks so much more like um, not as much of like a kid show more of an adult uh, oh, yeah. Definitely. Adult. Um, yeah, like tone to it. 
Yeah. Um, I like the the uh, actor. Who is it that's playing him? Uh, Batman. Robert. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. He yeah. looks to be doing like a really, really, really good job of it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm only yeah. 15 minutes in. Um, a couple like things, and I'm not spoiling it. It's just a couple uh quotes, I guess, that like things that really stuck with me that I liked that like really just gave him like a, a really cool badass mm. um feel to it. Um mm-hmm. the uh, in the uh, like first 15 minutes, um he runs into the guy, these guys in the subway trying to like attack this one guy, and the one guy is like laughing. I'm going, Who are you? Who are you? And he's like I'm vengeance and kicks the crap out of all of them. Like it's yeah. kind of badass. Yeah. And then uh and then one of the lines that I really liked is uh and it's Riddler, I'm a, I'm assuming Riddler based, I didn't get far enough into it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh what does a liar do when he's dead? He lies still. Mm-hmm. So good. Just the I just I like it. It's so captivating. It's so uh Yeah. No, there's there's a few like there's a few riddles in the film that are really good. Like the one the one I should when I was talking about Batman and I did that riddle, like that r- riddle is in the film as well. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the one the one about justice. So um like yeah there's a few in there that's really good i i honestly i gotta tell you it's definitely one of my favorite batman films like i like it more than the nolan films which i know in some circles that's blasphemous but um, expectation high because i still gotta watch that too (laughs) (laughs) you guys you guys put my value on films at too high of a pedestal do you want to barbecue today and watch the batman I'm up for it. That might be our plan. Um, I just texted Sam and asked her to pick up ground beef so I can make burgers. Unless uh, we have other plans. We can discuss. We can discuss. Yeah, I'll figure out what I'm better later. <laughs> well, we can discuss. We can discuss. Um, but Wait, no, I, 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 think, I, think you guys, I think you guys are going to like it. For I some reason, I goofed and thought the Sixers were on today. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. So that was my original plans. Now that I found out they weren't on, I was like, hmm. I'm sleeping all day. And this sounds like a better plan. I can put on a different shirt, get out of this white t-shirt and look mm. like a functional member of society. I don't know. I do have to go to work tomorrow. But moving on through some more of our uh, show notes here. Um, Joe, can you please stop? Because what I love about you, Joe, is you open these doors for me sometimes in these like really good like these masterpieces that I didn't know existed. Uh huh. So can you please dive into um this uh your one of your uh, topics here the unbearable weight <laughs> of massive talent. Yeah. So I feel like you're opening. Uh, I'm hoping this is another good door. <laughs> um. So this is the new Nick Cage film that just came out. Like literally just came out this weekend. I saw it last night. And guys. It is <clears throat> wording uh, hilarious. It is uh, very hilarious. I was going to put uh, f bomb in front of that, but you know I've reached my limit. Uh, no, no, no! Stop it! <laughs> limit before the show started. It's zero. Oh, hey! Whoops! Three I'm not out. <laughs> 
as me and Pat but, like to say, this is not baseball. You don't get three strikes. This is like uh, but, um, Kentucky. It's one and or Kansas, one and done. But yeah, no, it's a nice like. It's very interesting. Like it starts off as like an interesting uh, character piece on him as an actor, and then it kind of just devolves into like just this crazy hijinks with him and the other main actor. I forget his name. It's the guy that was in the Mandalorian um, that played the lead in that. Um, you guys know who I'm talking about. Um, what's his name? Shoot, Pedro Pascal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, the, yeah, yeah. so those two, those two, those two are the leads, and oh my god, they are so great with each other. Like they just bounce off each other so awesomely. And also, actually speaking of it, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, who plays Barney and How I Met Your Mother's in it, he does a few scenes, and the one scene he's in, they're at a spa, and I'm not going to say much more, but it's hilarious. It is. It is hilarious. You guys need to watch hold on, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, oh. hold on. Did you just get another plug for How I Met Your Mother into the show? <laughs> no, I just was saying that a character from How I Met Your Mother is in the film. That's it. That's all I said. But um, and uh, oh. but but yeah, no, it's just it's just Every great. he gets. Oh my God! It isn't like you with like seriously, Pat. I gotta tell you, like there was a time where every week, every week for like several months, Adam Sandler had to be said on this podcast. Oh, 100 percent. That's why I bought the. There's an Adam Sandler Funko Pop somewhere over here. Oh, there it is. Uh, Happy Gilmore in the bottom middle. That's why it's over here. Then I bought the Waterboy poster. I was like, at this point, I mean, like, incredible. So. So now it's Adam Sandler and How I Met Your Mother, the key, the keystone <laughs> of this podcast. Lock his hair in there. <laughs> Probably knowing him, yes. But guys, yeah, it's it's honestly without saying any spoilers because it honestly just came out. It's a fun ride. It's like if it's really pretty much like the perfect Nick Cage movie, and. This is also coming from someone that's not like a big fan of Nicolas Cage, but like someone that's really liked some of his films. Um, Speaking it's, of National Treasure, not <laughs> number three is appalling, but we'll leave it at that. Wait, what? They're not. They're not making a new uh, National Treasure movie. I thought they were. No, they uh, they shut it down. Uh, unless I'm completely wrong. Actually, wasn't going to be a TV series on Disney Are you Plus. Shooting from the hip right now. I may facts. be. I may be. I think. I, I think it show. was going to be a movie, but now it's a TV series. We can look into that. I think it was going to be a TV series because they talked about uh, one of the characters um, from the movies is going to reprise his role in the show. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a show on Disney Plus, Pat. Okay. If it is, we'll definitely watch it All together. Right, we'll, and, and we will have it. to. Uh... But uh, moving on. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, get back to that. Um, but I do, uh, I do want to share. From the hip. Yeah, I do want to share. At the end, I have this great sitcom idea. Yeah, I, I definitely want to hear that, and that's definitely what we're going home <laughs> today. We're going home with Joe's sitcom idea. I'm dying to hear this. I actually was going to have him explain it to me to start. start well, when he, I seen it in the notes, and I was like, no, 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 stop! I want to hear. <laughs> Pure reaction 
to be on the show. I, I don't want to be preference for this. I have no idea. Pat has no idea. I just, all I know is it's something about a group of friends, which that is almost a given for a sitcom. <laughs> you can take yeah. it. can go anywhere from there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know a particular group of friends <laughs> that it kind of falls in the same category. Awesome. You, yeah. n- you never know where it's going to go. <laughs> Yeah, especially when uh, Thomas is in the mix. <laughs> Leave my intern alone. Speaking of Tommy, Colin, you want to talk about naked and freaking? <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <My> poor girl. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I wanted to talk about this because this is a show that has become like our, mine and my dad's like almost Saturday morning cartoon, basically. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> He's just. Yeah, it's not porn. Uh, <laughs> I swear. That's that's good to know. It's show. Yeah, basically, they don't know what that is yet. <laughs> no, but I guarantee anyone who wants to know is googling it right now. I did fourth grade. <laughs> Internet's a great thing. Fourth? It, it, yeah, that. And, you know, it also allowed this podcast. So, you know, be grateful for it. <laughs> Internet, <laughs> things yeah. happen. Some things happen, man. Oh, <laughs> oh, boy. But anyway, back to Naked and Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it's this survival show. And, um, it's a little background on it. It's, they'll drop these people in, in uh, basically anywhere in the world. It could be a desert, jungle, anywhere, really. But, um, so they'll drop them in there for 14. Uh, I think it started out 14 days, then it upped it to 21. Um, it's basically these two people, complete strangers. They're dropped off in uh, this remote part of the world. And they're allowed to bring one item and they're completely naked and they have to figure out a way to survive. And a lot of it goes to... Couldn't have figured that out by the title, pal. But yeah, couldn't have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did I mention they're afraid too? <laughs> it's a pretty scary situation. Oh. I think I, I I don't think the title provides us that information. No. Are there bears? Uh there's been bears. Uh someone just killed a crocodile yesterday, which was awesome. Or is it no really gator? Yeah, these three dudes. By the way, is this was for uh, Naked and Afraid XL. So they um it was they started out as like groups of people that would like that have to meet up at some point throughout the challenge. Was uh-huh. it the sixty day one, and these are all people who've done the normal naked and afraid and like the forty day challenges too. So it's basically like an all star one, but the one, the three group of guys, I think it was Gary, EJ, and um, I forget the other guy's name. It might be Max, possibly. I'm probably butchering that. But these three dudes are awesome. The guy EJ, I love that there's all stars at being naked and afraid. And Absolutely, want to just want to what what that. <laughs> But yeah, you're the best at surviving. <laughs> you're the best at being naked and yeah. afraid. But these three dudes, they they were thriving out there. The, the dude EJ, he was out on a, a tree over the water, and the tree branch snapped, and it, it cut his uh his scrotum. It uh oh. opened it up. They had to oh. uh, they had to do surgery, not surgery, but they had to stitch him oh. up. Wait, wait, did they do, did they do it themselves or did they send like medics? They sent a medic out. Yeah, he wasn't <laughs> using like cordage <laughs> from the I weeds. Need, I needed to know in the bayou. I need to- <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But oh, it's a, he. Yeah, they uh he had to stitch him up. No novocaine. And he's back at it. The dude is an absolute animal. Yeah, that that <laughs> special shout out to him. Yeah, for real. What's his uh, name? EJ. But yeah, like the, um, I always love it when like the people don't get along and they're just like, 
talking smack behind their back on the camera. I've seen, I've <laughs> like seen they're not going to watch the show. Uh, I love. Or like, hey, yeah. this is your only friend right yeah. now. <laughs> I love the show, and it's like this. Uh, if like an episode where like it's just guys like an alpha male, and he's like, no, like he's like, no, the woman has to do the uh, the foraging and tend to the shelter. I'm going to go hunt. And I'm going to go gather all the uh, the wood, and make a fire, and all that. And I love it when the dude just absolutely sucks, and then the the girl stays. He drops out, and she just makes it all the way through all the roses to the full twenty one days. I love it. It is so damn funny when that guy just looks like a complete idiot. <laughs> We're not in the nineteen tens yeah. anymore, pal. Eighteen hundreds. It is. It is. Uh, and the- then the woman just goes hard because now she's like, "Oh, I got a point to prove," <laughs> and she just absolutely nails it. It's incredible. So I have a good question for you, Pat. Yes. And I was going to ask this. This is another moment of realization that this is definitely a good topic of a question to ask on the show. If you were in that situation, what would you bring? I bring. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had an Remember answer. Remember you know, and all that. So we'll, we'll, let, we'll leave that up to interpretation. What, what was uh, Patrick's real answer to that question? But, <laughs> but <laughs> kitchen uh. answer. I would probably have to bring a, I feel like the obvious one would be a lighter. I'm sure that's like on a list. Like now you can't bring a damn big lighter out here. Dude's cheating at that point. But I but, feel like that would be their most, I, I, most like, hardest yeah. thing to like. Absolutely. Fire is pertinent. Yeah. I mean, I think they always get like that, uh, I, that thing, but you can also like, uh, fix. But what I would probably bring, and I saw it yesterday, would be the, um, a fishing line with the hook on there. I thought that was such a genius idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I see these people on there, they have like these fishing baskets. Almost never works. <laughs> they spend all this time and energy making this like big contraption to get a fish to go in where it's mm-hmm. big a hole for them to go in, but they get discombobulated, can't come back out. Mm-hmm. The fish. Guess what happens in that whole situation? They don't catch a fish and they go hungry. They spend all that time doing it all the time, swimming out. It's like, dude, just... Mm-hmm. Just bring a fishing line and a hook. I, I'd probably bring a Swiss Army knife. Go with a machete. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> like, I, I just go with like the the different tools on those things and stuff like that. Like that, be helpful. Oh, special shout out to the two Australian chicks, by the way. Before I forget that we're on that show, they killed an impala. On their, a massive really? this impala. I think they were in uh, Africa or yeah, some uh, out in the uh, uh-huh. out in the savannah. <laughs> oh jeez! Uh, they kill this impala, dude. It was like I've never been more attracted to a woman in my life, and <laughs> carrying this carcass through the desert, and I'm just like, I want her. <laughs> there was two of them, Joe. It wasn't a mirage. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, Nick, you got one. I got the other one. Um, it was one of the like the all star ones too. So like they met up with the other group and like they're carrying this giant impala and these guys are eating like these tiny little like I think <laughs> bugs at that point. <laughs> oh Jesus! Little bits of food and these girls come in with a kill. <laughs> it was awesome. I uh, definitely now need to watch more Naked and Afraid. Absolutely. Um, I'm so glad my dad gets fucking with ways on a TV show and watches nothing else. <laughs> that is, that is good. You gotta love the gotta love that. Um, oh. and then um, Minx. Oh sure. yeah, that's another one because that's a series I really want to start watching because uh, 
shout out to KFC Radio for introducing me to the real man behind Nick Miller, who is Jake Johnson. That man is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> and um, so basically this show is, um, it's uh, back in the 70s. And it's about this woman who, uh, she's a feminist, but she's a, uh, a publisher. And mm-hmm. she's a, um, um, you know, she wanted to uh, make a magazine for women. So she joins up with, uh, with Nick, not Nick Miller, Jake Johnson in this show, who is basically a, um, he is an opportunist and a capitalist, definitely not the, uh, the feminist <laughs> that she was looking for. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, uh, he makes smut, basically. So he's oh, a great idea for a feminist magazine. It's basically the first, it was supposed to be the first erotic magazine for women. And yeah, he really uh, makes it his own in that. And I'm just really excited about this show. And I will have a review on it for the next episode. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what kind of caught my interest. I'm kind of curious uh, to hear the review. Um, that's something I always like to do. We did the only one we did on the show was for uh, the most, maybe one of the most, if not the most horrific waste of your time shows in the history of or movies in the history of movies, which is Uncut Gems. Yeah. <laughs> do not watch that show. They cannot stress it enough, people. Um, so I enjoy uh, enjoy a good old uh, review. They're always fun. I'm something I said I always like to do more. So I'm excited to hear your review. Yeah, and I'm excited too because um, I mean. Jake Johnson is an absolutely hilarious human being, but you know, I mean, like even in New Girl, it's I mean, it's family friendly. I would say I mean, it's definitely more of a PG thirteen at, at worst. It's okay, we can accept that. It's, yeah. At least it's not dropping three f bombs in ten minutes. Yeah. Well, um, children listening to this, if you are under eighteen, do not watch the show because there's a lot of things. You can do the <laughs> oh dear lord! He's such a hilarious person. And I mean, you saw when like he's really given the reins on a show where there's there's no limit. Like mm-hmm. his show Hoops, it was an anime like we were talking about with uh, adult animated series. Yeah, one called Hoops, where he's his basketball coach for all these uh these middle schoolers. And like when <laughs> when he really what is this on? Because I feel like this it's is hilarious. hilarious. It's called Hoops. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> You'll love it. <laughs> I, I, especially us being coaches, you can understand it. Oh, I know. Especially it being a TV show, it's like all the stuff you cannot say <laughs> to the kids. And all the stuff you want to say. But yeah, like, I'm really excited to see him in something like this because, like, even just looking at the pictures, it's like he looks perfect for that role of like '70s smut publisher. Uh, like what, where he called, uh, he called Schmidt in the in the uh, the show New Girl. He when he grew a mustache, he told him he looked like a porn star relief pitcher. This is exactly what he looks like in this show now. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. I, uh, so, Minx, I love would, our second uh, reference to porn, by the way, in the show. <laughs> so, uh, so where can we find Minx? Would, uh, what's it on? It'll be on HBO. The, HBO? Yeah, I think, okay. um, I think the series right now is uh, uh-huh. not here, but the season is over. So that uh-huh. is all good for me because I have all the time in the world to watch this now. Speaking mm-hmm. of series that are over, I heard that um, Ozark is wild. Um, mm. I, I did not watch any enough. I literally need to catch up because it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. shows. I'm very disappointed. Yeah. I, uh, it's one of those things where like I started to watch. Mm-hmm. Not really into it, but I fell asleep while I was watching it and I woke up like Four episodes in, and then I just like, well, not worth it to go back now. And I'm very disappointed. It's such a good show. It is a very good show. I just 
nodded out a couple of times and missed too much and Sam kept watching and I tried to get back into it, but I didn't have enough information. So mm-hmm. I just need to watch from the beginning of the season and catch up. But I'm um, yeah. moving on through some of our notes here. Um, Patrick, I see you're a big, uh, I know we're a big trailer park boys fan. Oh, big time. Well, that's another one I can't, not that I can't talk about too much. It's just, um, can't give, uh, I can't really go in on it because this show is dirty, but I, I want to, <laughs> I was just watching the, uh, the part of this, uh, the season where they, uh, where the series where they do the whole thing with the, uh, the Patrick Swayze model train. <laughs> oh, it is incredible. They, uh, <laughs> they go down to uh, America for this convention and they want to steal this train mainly because, um, <laughs> It was uh, it was also competing with the guy from I think Poison or something like that. He was the dr- oh yeah Sebastian Bach. His model train was there, and they were all going crazy over um <laughs> over Patrick Swayze's model train. So uh, <laughs> they uh, uh, Ricky comes down and he offers to sell a bunch of um herbs <laughs> to Sebastian Bach because he he's up in Canada and they grow it in the trailers. He, he was making pasta later. <laughs> For all you kids listening, <laughs> a lot of oregano. A lot of it. But, so they come up with this plot to do it because he they would have to ship it uh, to the U.S. over the border from where they're at Nova Scotia. So they had to come up with this whole plot to be able to get it to this guy, uh, Sebastian Buck. He, um, mm-hmm. They steal the train, they smuggle it back to uh, to Canada, and they set up a um, <laughs> the train tracks through the woods to go. To go over the border into the U.S. so it could get picked up. <laughs> but my fa- my my favorite part of that whole whole thing was when they're uh, they finally get caught. <laughs> they they're negotiating with the uh, the Mounties and then the uh, I think the DEA is on the other side on the U.S. side of the river. And he took the guys like ATV and now they're just floating down the river in it. <laughs> and it's, oh damn! They're like saying like no you got to come over here no you got to come over here. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, listen, the way I see it, America's over there, Canada's over there, we're right here in the middle. <laughs> so they, there was a whole negotiation to, uh, to bring them back over. They had to negotiate their sentence down to see who they wanted to have arrest them. And they <sighs> ended up going to the U.S. side and they start comparing the jail to it. He's like, hey, uh, how much better the U.S. jail is than the Canadian jail? It's like, we can smoke, we can smoke all we want. <laughs> The drugs are so much better here. <laughs> running drugs now on the show. No, I'm not. That's why they're in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm promoting the theft of the Swayze train, though. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. Show. I can't go too much into it, but do yourself a favor and watch it if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. That is one of that. I mean, they have a lot of different like uh, plot points that I'll. Um, go throughout the season but that's definitely uh, one of my favorites and i think uh if you haven't watched it yet that'll be the one to pull you in because it's like i think it goes through the end of the season i want to say seven uh-huh. and yeah it was just absolutely incredible that would i think that would hook anybody in but that's one of those ones where i go back over and over again <laughs> to watch that that uh that series of Moving on here, um, so we're going to go through some of this stuff pretty uh, quickly here just due to, uh, um, as we announced uh, during our After Hours show Thursday night, 
we will now be running a uh, sports pro- podcast. Um, all of us will be on it. William Penn Perspective. So this is kind of when we'll dive into this stuff a little deeper. But for you guys, of course, we still want to touch on it, um, you know, briefly until uh, we get a everybody transferred over to the William Penn perspective. Um, big, big playoff series coming up for the Sixers here without Joel Embiid for at least the first two games. Um, as well as we did discuss Thursday night, the draft finally wrapped up yesterday uh, afternoon, late afternoon. Want to kind of go over what we what we uh, kind of thought of the whole the whole weekend. Um, let's dive into the uh, Eagles first because uh, that's kind of more cut and dry. And I think the Eagles won the draft. <laughs> Personally, I want to talk a lot more about this in the other William Penn perspective, but the Eagles absolutely dominated the draft. I mean, all these guys are picking up on undrafted free agents. That massive trade for AJ Brown who is going to change this offense completely. Uh, it's, um, but there's a lot we're going to go into. We're going to give them a uh, their draft offseason grade, which, spoiler, I think it's it, it's been an A. It'll be an A-plus with uh, some of the moves I think they should make and I think ev- eventually will make. And then uh, who won and who lost the draft overall? So yeah. I, I got some opinions on that. There are some questionable uh, picks. <laughs> as far as the Eagles – to kind of just quickly talk about what they did, um, shoring up the defensive line in Jordan Davis, giving a uh, follow-up for when Fletcher Cox does eventually retire. Um, you know, you, you hate to see it because he is a, you know, a legend and, you know, a future Hall of Famer. And he gave everything and does give everything he has to the city. But the dude's in his early 30s. Um, in in that at that position, it's just it takes a toll on you. Yeah, it's it's going to be. I think at this point, if he doesn't retire this year, it's going to be year by year with these one year deals. It's going to turn into a very similar situation that Jason Kelsey is in, which brings me to our second pick, which I was. It wasn't a uh, as you know we like to say, it wasn't a sexy pick. Um, I feel like we had other needs. Yeah. Um, one of them glaring. Um, in linebacker, which then. Holy crap, how he follows up and like gets into Kobe Dean who mm-hmm. fell outside of the first round to the third round. Yeah. Um, and then I think we wrapped up the uh day three with a inside linebacker, a tight end, and a was it a tackle? I think I think another yeah, I think another tackle. That um that other linebacker we got the kid from Florida. Right. No, uh, I think it was uh Kansas or Kentucky. Kansas, yeah, Kansas. Kansas. I think you're Kyron Kansas. Johnson. Dude's an absolute stud. I was watching a, uh, I was watching a little film on him today from the uh, Senior Bowl, and uh, Trevor, uh, I think it's Trevor Penning that uh, got picked yeah. up on the Seahawks. I want to say, absolutely mm-hmm. dummied him, absolutely. Really, and he's he's not a big linebacker, but he yeah he's he gets like, he's undersized. In, yeah, once he gets his hands in there, though, it's game over. Like he he bulldozed that man. And Trevor Penning is a massive man. Yeah, yeah, I think he's, he's, he's a be first round pick. Right? Yeah, I think he's yeah. gonna be an excellent tackle, but he got absolutely dog walked. That Johnson is awesome. Um, that's exciting to say. Yeah, so we'll go a little deeper into these picks and really evaluate them here uh, as we jump into the uh, sports um, show. But uh, then talking about the Sixers round two, looks like indeed uh, he'll be good with the orbital orbital bone fracture. Looks like that he'll be able to play through that. The delay now is the concussion. He's got to be five days through concussion protocol, yes. and then be reevaluated. So he's definitely down for game one and game two. 
Um, just to give it my quick opinion on it. Um, personally, I feel pretty, uh, I still feel pretty confident that we should be able to steal one of these games in Miami. Um, Miami didn't, I don't know why everybody is, uh, like my opinion, I think they're in the same league as Toronto, as far as like talent wise. Yeah. Um, I'd agree. Don't get me wrong. Jimmy Butler, I think is more of a threat than Pascal Siakam, but, um, at least his elbow can't reach a beat's face. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just don't think, like, <laughs> you know, for real. And then hold on, I'm getting into this actually because this is this is this is important for this show and and the city mm-hmm. of Philadelphia. Okay, people give us such a bad rap. Do you know? <laughs> do you know that Toronto fans literally were saying and be deserved that good for him like they were cheering his injury like they were excited they were happy and, and I, I know they say oh we we've done it before but we when we do it everybody puts it under a microscope why is nobody talking about this and this isn't the first time this has happened with another city i'm so tired of us getting the worst rap in the world for me. yeah that's what it was yeah. the announcer said it he deserved an injury you should never they should be fired they should this should Absolutely. be more this should be more national get, this should get more national attention if we did that they would bury us they would say we're the worst people on earth we're scumbags we shouldn't exist like <sighs> I hate it because nobody else gets the same crap that we get. And they literally and paid a paid announcer who's supposed to be doing a broadcast, a slightly biased because you are a Toronto, um, Toronto announcer. You are, are yeah. their broadcast. You should never, ever, ever, ever say a player deserves to be hurt or injured. You are a loser. You are a clown. And I'm saving the rest of this rant for this Stop. show. <laughs> saving the rest of the rant for this show. If you want it, that's where you need to tune in. Because I am not done with you, Toronto. <sighs> oh, dear. But moving on to the Miami series. Because Toronto is done. I do. I do. Um, I honestly think we can... For us to win the series, because we don't have Joel for game one and two, we need the four seven games. We're not beating them in six, not without Joel and for, for two games at least. If we don't get Joel at all. I honestly don't know if we win the series. Um, I'm kind of curious to see what James Harden shows up in the series because that's the difference maker. Yeah. If we can get MVP caliber Houston James Harden, this is a winnable series for sure. Those uh, those Miami clubs will either be a detriment or an asset to this team this week. <laughs> <laughs> um let's go b-ball paul yeah. <laughs> um, it's in the name it is it's it is name. um paul reed's gonna have to step up um i'm excited for this series uh just to see what we get and i i'm hoping for the best but we'll talk a little bit more about that and the eagles next steps and all that as we dive into the william penn perspective um before we go home though Intern Joe, I've been waiting. (laughs) Okay. It's not that good of an idea at all. It's just a rough draft. You I I'm honestly so just to base it off to give everyone an idea, I'm kind of imagine it's kind of mixed between Big Bang Theory and Leonard Kenny. Because like Pat's interest. (laughs) Because it's just pretty much a bunch 
to this no-nonsense small town group of friends that like ride or die for each other that are pretty much somewhat nerds in their own right. Like you got a sports nerd, you got someone that's like a movie nerd. You know, it's just that one dude that really loves Star Wars. You know, they and they just it's just them doing stupid shit. Um hanging out, maybe boxing in the backyard. I feel like getting, I've uh, seen them <laughs> getting getting drunk and racing down their down the street on you know scooters and shit that they are way too big for. I definitely <laughs> have seen where I, you know, I think I've lived this. And it's just how these group of friends are pretty much like a family that chose each other. And one of the biggest like comedic aspects of it is about these two characters that are together that are just the drama of the group. You know, they break up, they get back together, they make people buy shit for each other. I feel you know, like they, this is awfully specific. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they and they try to manipulate the rest of their friends to get their way. And it's just a bunch of hijinks and stupidity and just overall fun. You know, I I just think it'd be what, a very Joe, great can I, can I ask what the inspiration for this was? Ah, I, ha- I, ha- I have a friend that just got drunk with me once and he was just talking about these two idiots he hangs out with, you know, and, you know, one, you one used to do sex work for their ex-boyfriend and stuff like that. It's just, you know, just a bunch oh of crazy stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's like that's a cute story. <laughs> I know, right? It's like it, it has its moments where it can bring some laughs, but then like you could focus on some stuff. Can you, you know, start, and, can we, can we and like, there's this one character that's like really great. She's like there for everybody, and she loves jeeps. Like that's her thing, is jeeps. Like she got like twenty. This jeeps. is oddly specific. It sounds like somebody's intern, actually. Yeah. That I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and her and her and her fiance is the dude that loves Star Wars. Feels like I I know these people actually. <laughs> you know. I don't think so, man. It's, it's no one I know, but uh, just, just coincidence. I, yeah, coincidence. But it's good. I think it's gonna be a great sitcom. But actually, you know what? Because of the concepts I want, I think me and Pat could write it and get it going. What do you think, Pat? I agree. We can definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you got a problem? But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Let, because let's... I was gonna say we kind of lose that uh, right now. Last night we're, was a prime example. We're, we're gonna put a. We're gonna put a. I think I'm gonna put a post. <laughs> I think I'm gonna put a post on the. Uh, on the Facebook group and see anyone that listens to this and see what they're they're if they're interested in the idea for this sitcom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One one more thing. I'm gonna start drinking. Oh, no. <laughs> well that's a good time because we're gonna uh we're going to be going home here. It's been fun. Yep. Yeah tiny kisses <laughs> Um, thanks everybody for listening as always we will uh, be back with you guys next week and then also be on the lookout for the William Penn perspective we're going to dive into that next that will be released on the same channel same place enjoy 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 I'm excited for that Um, that will be a hell of a lot of fun see you folks oh I thought you were going to do the that's all folks pal I was kind of that's that's all folks thanks that's all folks thanks bud